Beechamp. Did Bo I say Shaw. your last name right? Bo Shaw. What? Bo Shaw. Bo Shaw. It's Dude, French. I've, I'm sorry. I've been That's saying okay. it wrong. Everybody does. Don't worry. Normally in about oh, the shit. third year of friendships, they figure it out. In the third year? Yeah. I'm not wearing my headphones. <laughs> Can't do it. Dude, Dude what's, what's up? up? Not, too, not too much. We're getting oh this my figured gosh. out. You know, we first class. just took at least 30 minutes. 30 minutes to finally figure that shit out. But we figured it out. But we did figure it out. Um, the reason that we... Let's start with how we met. Sure. Let's start there and how our friendship blossomed. Perfect. So you were dating a girl who then I met in a yoga class because my dad met her at a yoga retreat or something like that. Well, technically your dad met me. First. First. And then okay. through me, he met her. Okay. Yeah. Was that here? That was here. Yes. And here is at Repair Sports Institute. Yes. yes. Thank you for clarifying. I was just going to ask. Yes. No worries. So then my dad invited me to go to a yoga class that she was doing. Met her. That was also here. Also here. Yep. And then, gosh, at the time that I moved back to Pennsylvania, where I was changing my life around, and then I came back, I reached out to her, we ended up, when did we all hang out again? Your birthday at the beach. That's right. That's when I met you. That's right. So then she introduced me to one of her friends, who I ended up fancying. And then invited everybody to the beach for my birthday. Okay. Yes. That's how it all happened. Yes, sir. So then, fast forwarding, y'all broke up. Yes. And then shortly after, we broke up. This is in the water. <laughs> in the water. We all drank it. <laughs> so yeah, it all came so, unglued. So then, we started hanging out. And I think that's... Honestly, Chad, I think that's when, like, I really got to see you, and I think I definitely was vulnerable with you, and I felt like we bonded as as males because of this place of vulnerability and confusion and frustration. So, anyways, that was... I definitely wanted to touch on that yeah. just for the viewers and be like, yeah. hey, this is how we met. It's kind of weird circumstances, yeah. but absolutely. now we're collaborating together and I work with mental health and substance abuse. You have been on your own spiritual journey for how long now? When did that for, start? Yeah, about six years ago, but you know, for, okay. a, for a long time, you know, even before that, I don't think I was necessarily conscious to the journey at the time, you know, now looking back, it was definitely, you know, further, but really six years ago was more of uh, an acknowledgement of that journey and saying, Hey, you know, this is kind of where I'm at and the things that I, mm. you know, want to, to work on and really explore and challenge myself. And, uh, you know, that was, that was six, six plus years ago. And, and how it, is, it started for me was really reaching out and finding a professional 
that, um, you know, on the lines of a psychologist, and she was, a, she is a psychologist, you know, the person I reached out to, but it was really more um, in, in the focus of the energy component of it. So, you know, when I seeked somebody out, it was more along the lines of energy work, you know, emotional trauma kind of healing stuff. And even at the time, it wasn't that, you know, anything was really challenging for me or tough per se, um, or the struggles, um, in my life. It was more, I was starting my business, uh, you know, several things kind of just going on in life. And I, and I acknowledge that, Hey, this is going to be probably rather challenging and starting the, the, you know, really focusing on the spiritual journey at that time was, you know, what better way, uh, about starting this and, uh, practicing it than learning from somebody that is a professional and does it for a living. And so that's when I did start, um, you know, once a week working with somebody yeah. and, and doing all kinds of different stuff. And I'm not even sure. I mean, they all have different names and stuff, but it really was, uh, you know, by my description, a deep dive in some cases, a cleanse, some some cases, exploration. And, and I have been doing it off and on for six years with a professional. And of course, you know, on my own, pretty much daily in, in some way, shape or form. So tell us what it is that you, that you do now. Like what is sure. repair? Sure. Yeah. So and then, and then please add on the end how we tie that into kind of like the spiritual aspect, mindfulness, awareness. And all that yeah, stuff. absolutely. So Repair Sports Institute is uh, the business that I started six years ago at the same time I started this journey. And I'm a, a doctor of physical therapy that has been the career path that I you know, went to school for. I've always been in sports and, you know, on a high level, I played a little bit of college sports, but I always wanted to be with professional athletes. Mm-hmm. And to me, it went down the path of physical therapy, I had a lot of injuries myself, you know, which we'll talk a little bit more about. Um, but that was the career decision that I made. Now, when, when I wanted to start my own business, there was a lot of reasons of why. And some of that was you know, seeing where the profession really was limited and, and lacked a lot of the the spiritual and the energy side of healing yeah. and wellness. Absolutely. And, you know, so the current business is primarily rehabilitation, including physical therapy, chiropractic, acupuncture, sports massage, all of that stuff. And then along with that, we mix in a wellness component, which is nutrition. Um, it has mindfulness to it. We, there's an energy, trauma, emotional healing aspect to it, uh, along with the acupuncture is also starting to uh, touch on some of the energy side of things. So, you know, my mindset when starting the business was really, you know, not just geared around the Western medicine of physical therapy, Cairo and all of that. It was really getting that down, but incorporating more of what you could classify as Eastern medicine, more of the energetic side of things. And so that is what we are doing. You know, we are still in the growth process. I feel, you know, we have a lot of things down and more recently I've been starting to focus uh, on the energy side of stuff. So as my practice has grown personally, it's really has grown within the business and is going to continue to grow. And there's just, uh, there's a lot of different ways that we work that in. Uh, you know, one, one way is, you know, uh, working one-on-one with different clients and discussing some of these energy things with them. Yeah. 
specifically can be related to injury or it could just be related to life. And a lot of times, you know, people you'll hear in media or marketing and whatnot that, you know, mind, body, and spirit, it's a very marketable thing. A lot of people state it. And of course that is, you know, kind of the backbone of what we do here too. And And a lot of times Western medicine is very good at, focusing in on the body part of that right which is obviously very very important you know the way i describe it to people is the body is the vehicle that we are in and what we use in order to operate in this world this realm if you want to call it right and so the other side is well what are you doing for the mind and the spirit right like if you're really good at addressing the body aspect of that three-tier system. What about the other two? And that's what we've really been slowly but surely working into it. And, of course, mind and spirit, to me, really go hand in hand. A lot of the energy work helping with the spiritual side of things really is linked to the mind side. And if you aren't working on both and have a regular practice for both, it can really also hinder the healing and wellness of the body side of things too. So really in a nutshell, you know, that is what we're focusing on and continuing to add in things to make that run smoother. Um, and, and the, the challenging part is there's a business side of it too, right? Like there's definitely first and foremost is the mission that I have, but in order to execute the mission, like you have to be able to finance the mission. You have to be able to, you know, be able to support yourself and and others on top of that, as far as employees. And so there, that is definitely a big challenge is always trying to figure out what about the business and the financial side of these, um, you know, three-tier system that we mentioned earlier. So uh, it's been a lot of uh, learning, a lot of troubleshooting, and and I'm happy with the progress, Um, but there's always growth to be had and there's always a practice just like our own personal journeys. I think that's what personally I really, really love about what you do. So it's like on one side, I see it very Western approach, right? Very in the body. You're literally looking at for me, in my experience, like literally being one of your clients, looking at my IT bands and like all the connective like joints and muscles and all that, but not just focusing on my IT bands, looking at the whole hip, the knee, the ankle, everything, right? Even my posture. But then I think what is so cool and exciting is you literally don't just want to stop there. You don't just want to focus on the body. You want it to be a whole being, a trifecta, you know, and literally using what I, so my approach uh, with my clients and in the work that I do is I love, I'm very in my body. I've always been that way. So how can I use my body to heal my mind, you know, and doing certain, whether it's breath work, whether it's. Again, for me, cold showers, you know, going for a long walk and working out, being active and getting things moving. And then almost like for me, it's like a form of connection through sweat, through discomfort, you know, and then literally having a measurable growth and then taking those same principles and just looking at them in a spiritual aspect and an emotional aspect, you know. Um, I've shared with you a few times, like going through the breakup, like, dude, it was hard, 
but so is going and working out. So is going and training for, you know, an, a marathon or whatever it may be. So is literally going through a physical injury. But you can't avoid it, right? So like in the past, I would drink, I would drug, and I would just numb it out or run from it. But what to me, on like a deeper level, I love how you sit with people in, let's say, a very vulnerable position. They're hurt. Most people come in here with some type of injury or after surgery, and then now they're literally looking to repair, right? And make it better. Better than maybe it once was, right? So you're sitting with people, and you're just being with them. You're accepting the fact that they're hurt, but you love the fact and you feed the side that they want to be better. And again, I know I'm probably getting a lot more like general and like philosophical about it, but like this place is rad in that aspect. I love being able to, from the little that I've seen, but also experience, you just sat with me while you moved my leg around with your elbow in my glute while I'm in like agony, bro. Like that fucking hurt. But you're, you literally talked me through it and you encouraged me through it. And then, and then I go work out and then it's like, then this repair process. So it's like pushing on the thing that hurts the most, but understanding that that's going to actually get more blood flow. That's going to allow more nutrients and reduce inflammation and all that stuff. So it's super, super tied into our emotional and our spiritual growth. It's literally the same thing, right? Just like a muscle, you break it down. So then it grows back stronger. So then you can use it more, you know, and it becomes more resilient. It's the same thing with our soul. So, uh, sorry, I just went on a little rant, but I, I love, I absolutely love what you do. Um, do you think, so mental health, I watched this, uh, not watched, I read this article, it basically says mental health is the worst that it's been in like years. It is meaning the numbers of like mental health and substance abuse has quadrupled, if like way more ever since COVID. So I guess my question to you is, how do you see what you do? How does that help in the approach to mental health and to substance abuse? So I guess that would yeah. be... Uh, that, I mean, most definitely you think with... There's so many things going on. And if it's, you know, to put your finger yeah. on just one thing, who knows? Like, obviously, COVID is a part of it. You know, and and people losing their jobs because of that, and the financial uncertainties, and and you also have to think about all the people that are normally so wrapped up in those jobs, or going to a job, or whether it's playing sports as a kid, you know, or a professional athlete or college athlete, and you take all of that away, you have no idea how many identities are attached to that. And identity is, is a very confusing thing for a lot of people. And, you know, I experienced it from when I went 
through, you know, high school into college and then, you know, been an athlete my whole life, right? Like so often, you know, somebody describes somebody and like, oh yeah, the athlete, you know, right? Like that's an identity. And so many people don't realize as far as what that means to the individual, like the individual is literally attached to that identity. Right. And so like a label, it's a label. Correct. And there's so many different things of as far as what that means. Right. And as you separate yourself from that, such as my transition out of being an actual athlete from college, it can be very challenging. You're, you're almost in a lot of ways like are, are unsure of who you are and what that means because you're no longer an athlete. You know, if you're a good athlete, you, you, to some extent get a lot of praise or people value you for certain things, you know, because of that. Well, so many identities have been, you know, moved around or taken away or whatever you want to call it from COVID and loss of jobs and loss of finances and all kinds of things. So yes, when you start messing with somebody's identities and, and most often, uh, you know, identity is when you're attached to one, you know, especially when it's superficial, such as an athlete and something like that you know, that you're not doing your self work or you're not quite on the journey spiritually that you should probably be on. And that's not a judgment statement. It just probably means that there's a lot of work to be done, which we all need to do it. And so in that case, you end up having a lot of challenges, you know, things are a lot harder um, for you as an individual, but then also think about the couples, the, the, the husband, wives, boyfriend, girlfriends, mom and dads, and in the, the crazy amount of time that they're now spending with each other because they're all at yeah. home too. Right. So that's yeah. a whole nother level to it. Right. Um, you know, and, and that can cause a lot of mental health issues. So, you know, that's one level to it. You know, there's just a lot going on also with the political changes and you have the race stuff that's out there and there is so much. It's such a heated environment right now. And I and I think that's for a reason. I think if it wasn't a pandemic, it would have been something else. If it wasn't political or if it wasn't racial, it would have been something else. I think it really is just the time of where we're at. And, you know, for me, for the last couple of years, and I've been you know, having conversations about this for probably two or three years with different okay. professionals that I've seen and various other people. <laughs> specifically know, about like mental health? Mental health, but, you know, specifically about the changes that are right on mm. the precipice of happening. Yeah. And, you know, over the years, you know, I'm kind of looking at these different professions. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I, I feel it. I do, you know, still pro- being a little bit of green as far as what all that means, you know, but kept from multiple different professionals. Like, yeah, you know, the times are coming, like things are changing, like stuff's going to be happening. It's like, okay. And I think it it would happen no matter what. And really, yeah. to me, it's the changing of what the norm is and meaning that people are either going to realize that they're on a spiritual journey, need to, to, need to do more on their spiritual journey. Um, they're awoke, whatever you want to call it, awaken, whatever. Yeah. Um, or you go the other direction and you're not. You just go through the motions or... You're not all about that. And there's no judgment again on either side, but I think that's just the the way it's going to go. 
And I think a lot of people probably could uh, agree with, you know, different experiences that they're have having right now that more and more people, you know, are attracting similar types of people to each other on a high, on a higher level, more rapid level, whatever you want to call it, because it's happening to me. I know that in times 10 over the last, you know, six months, let's say, and directly corresponded with COVID, you know, maybe, or it's just, it was going to happen no matter what. Right. And so that's kind of where I've been mentally. And, you know, I think that has a lot to do with what's going on. And anytime there is big change and you you, actually described it very well, if we're talking about the physical side of things that, Mm -hmm. you know, change is painful, change is tough. And in order to you know, awaken things up and get nutrients to it. The same thing happens on the spiritual and the mental side, you know, yeah. you know, a lot of times before there is true change and, in going down a good direction, you know, it, it's painful, it's challenging, yeah. it sucks sometimes, but it really, a lot of the, time, a lot of the time, but it, sure. it really tests you to see yeah. which way you're going. Are you going to mm-hmm. go down the spiritual path or are you going to go down? I'm just going to do this, right. you know, whatever this is. And I think that's where we are. And I think that's why you see a lot of those challenges right now. And, and unfortunately mm-hmm. it's still the norm to go more towards drinking or drugs or you know, whatever else. Now, uh, where we are working out and eating healthier is a lot more common, popular thing, yeah. which is good. You know, awesome. Thank, thank yeah. you. But that is still only the physical side of things, and thankfully, it yeah. also addresses a lot of the mental and spiritual side of things. But you, again, you got to think about that. That is still only directly practicing the physical. You know, sure, you get some of the spiritual and mental things wrapped into that. But what if you were able to address all three? Like, imagine how that would be, right? Any successful business person or, you know, very um, experienced or professional athlete at at a high level, like they in some way, shape or form are addressing all three. And whether their spiritual side is through religion or it's through meditation, you know, that doesn't really matter. As long as you have a practice um, that's consistent to me, I, I think it, it, it is, it's getting you down a good path, you know, and then mixing in the mental side of things, the challenges and, and whatnot. And it really just comes down to creating a practice and, and helping with what we're seeing right now. And I wish, you know, there was more, um, mainstream stuff spoken about like this, you know, yeah, yeah, right? 100%. you know, that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm all about doing a podcast like this, especially from the masculine side, like, you know, males, you know, I think I'm, I'm seeing at least people going back to the attracting part, you know, a lot yeah. of males that have come into my life over the last six months are all about it. Right. And a lot of the males that are exiting, exiting stage left in my life are not about it. Again, to me, is that coincidence? Absolutely not. That's just where we are at. Uh, and, and I feel like because, you know, that is happening, I want to do as much as I can, you know, to, you know, show that it is normal. There's nothing wrong with it. And I think the more we can do that, the stronger it all can be, because quite frankly, you know, it needs to be on both sides. You know, it needs to be females and males doing what they need to do and not just talking, but, you know, having 
a plan and practice and, and put it in place and, and attracting others to help them as well. I totally agree with that. I think having a good group of males around you that you can talk about hard stuff is so important. In my opinion, if not the most important thing that you have people surrounding you where you can feel free to just be you. You don't need to always be like happy go lucky and like super high all the time. And then also you don't need to like feed the victim card, right? You know that you're around people that build you up, but also call you out on your bullshit, you know, that are real with you. Right. So I, I totally agree. Have you seen, there was a special on HBO with Michael Phelps and it's called the weight of gold. Mm, I did not see it. I know what you're talking about. I did he not talks it. about like his mental yeah. health and he really like just calls out the whole industry right. of like, dude, like they just grind for years and years and years. Yeah. But then they, like, we don't even know who we are outside of in his, in, like when he says, oh, again, outside of the pool yeah, identity, right? Like yeah. we have the identity right. that he's a swimmer. Heaven forbid we actually stop to think about, well, actually, he's a person. He's a human being. And just goes through the same stuff, if not, in many cases, more challenging things than, you know, we do in some cases. So, yes. And, again, you see a lot more professional athletes, celebrities, business owners, all kinds of coming out and and talking about these mental issues. Like in the past couple of years, would you say? Or, like, since COVID? No, the last couple of years years uh okay. covid i'm not necessarily sure i mean because everything's been so drowned out by covid and the you know the political stuff so yeah you know people i use it because it's a good time frame yeah i mean <laughs> covid oh, okay yeah, March. before i Ish. mean i i really do believe that we in history's time we will talk about before covid and after covid yeah. and there will be a, a, a big difference there yeah. really will be for this sure. year will be very interesting i don't necessarily know how it will all play out, but I do do know the people that are on their path and and have a practice. It's going to be a good year. That doesn't mean it's not going to be challenging, but it's going to be a very good year. I I feel it. And a lot of things are going to be really happening where it was like last year to me, you know, really was, okay, let's really test everybody and see which way they're going to go. And I think, again, why you have a lot of people going drugs alcohol this way and divorce and suicide sadly in a lot of ways and you have other people that are starting businesses and finding themselves and new adventures and new relationships or getting out of relationships that weren't serving themselves and mm-hmm. and all of those things and that's just the way it's going to be right and you know, there's probably going to be more challenges this year. And I don't know how oh, big, sure. I don't no know doubt. how big is it would be as big as COVID, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. What has been the hardest thing for you getting or starting this spiritual journey in these last six years? It could be uh, personally, um, relationship wise, or even business. Yeah. Like what has been something that like has sucked and then cause I like finishing the positive <laughs> yeah, yeah. that you've overcome yeah. and that you're just like, Oh my God. Yeah. 
you know, a, a lot, you know, and it's all wrapped into one, two, whether it's business, you know, personal relationships, you know, significant other relationships, friendships, you know, God, it's, it, it really is all wrapped into one. Uh, but as far as just talking on the, the spiritual path, you know, one thing is when you're open and welcoming to that path, you got to be vulnerable with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Number one. And most people, it's crazy to think about, but you spend a hundred percent of the time with yourself. Well, in some ways, in some ways not. Yeah. Um, but most people can't be vulnerable with themselves. They, they truthfully can't be honest with where they're at, how, how they're doing, what makes them happy, what doesn't make them happy. Right. And I think a lot of the way, initially it was probably that vulnerability, even though I was at a point when I started like, oh no, I'm ready. Yeah. Like, let's do this, you know? And I always, before the six years, before the focus on it, I thought everything was fine and dandy and wow, I'm so blessed. Like internally? Internally, externally, like everything that I set my mind to, like I accomplished and rather easy. Sure, it wasn't always easy, but fairly easy in comparison to others. Sure. You know, but the more I got into it, and and I knew it was the right path and I and I knew I was doing the right stuff as far as the exploration and then the practice. You know, it, it does bring up a lot of stuff and, and you really have to truly consistently be vulnerable with yourself. And that is probably the hardest thing that I had to experience. And then the consistency did this sorry, yeah. just for the listeners. Was were you already out in California? Oh yeah. Or was this back home? No, I was already out here. So oh, okay. I moved okay. here twelve years ago. Thirteen oh, okay. years okay. ago, yeah. Okay. Um so it was you know, half of my you know, halfway through my time here, you know, which mm-hmm. is a big point too, because Midwest is very different. Yeah. You know, it's definitely more acceptable here as far as having that mindset. Yeah. Um you know, so it was, it was definitely that and, and continuing to go and continuing to practice. But in, in some cases, it almost seemed like I was more emotional, more, you know, stressed out, more, less at peace, you know, lost as far as what makes me happy. Yeah. And I remember going down these paths in many ways and being like, what? Like, I thought, I thought I was doing a good thing. I thought I was, you know, on this path. And why all of a sudden do I have all these questions now? Why am I so confused? And in yeah. a lot of ways, I when I thought I was found before, it was like, no, I was actually t- truly finding who I am, right. you know, which has been suppressed in a lot of ways. And and like many males, my I have a very strong feminine side and a lot of, you know, who I am. And it shows in in different um, ways in this realm. However, um, I suppressed it in a lot of other ways, just from upbringing, you know, society, environment, friends. In my hips. In my, (laughs) everywhere, you know. And really, it's like, if you're not allowing and accepting of both the masculine and the feminine side, like, something's going to happen at some point, you know, who knows what. Um, or, you know, you just kind of go through the motions and, you know, you're not as happy and energetic yeah, as balanced. you could be. You're very unbalanced. Very unbalanced. Very yeah. unbalanced, which then sets up, you know, how you act about certain things, how you respond to certain things. 
And so through that process, you know, that had really started to come up. And then once I was okay with the vulnerability side of me consistently, even though it wasn't always pleasant, it was then being consistent with the self practice Mm -hmm. and even the practice of, you know, seeking assistance wasn't always consistent because with that, you know, you, when you become more vulnerable and you face a lot of different things, there's a realization of like, Oh crap, I need to do something about that. And it's not always easy. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then there's the, the continuously holding yourself accountable to that consistent practice. So those, those are both are consistency things, you know, for me, but the vulnerability part is such a huge one. And it's very interesting that I'm definitely at a point now where not only am I completely accepting of the vulnerability with myself, mm-hmm. it's every almost everybody that I've brought into my life and pushed out of my life is around that vulnerability part. The people really? that are coming in, very vulnerable and accepting of themselves on all aspects, good yeah. and the bad. And the people that I kind of have left were the people that just weren't going to do that, at least at the timing of our relationship. It doesn't mean that they won't do it in the future. It doesn't mean that I think poorly of them or they're not good people. It just where I'm at was a different place that than where they were at. And that's okay. And that, you know, has always been hard for me as far as ending relationships. It wasn't, it was something that I never enjoyed. I never you know, I, I really was caught up a lot on how, what people thought of me, you know, whether I was sure. good or bad again, right? A lot of people are like that. Um, but I think that has to do with your, really your relationship with yourself, 100%. right? You know, like it's nice to have people have good thoughts and feelings of you, but really it just comes down to you, you know? And right. if you're okay with how you feel about yourself, well, then it really doesn't matter about the other people. You know, yeah. and that's from an unselfish standpoint. I love that. So what is something that you do every single day to have a healthy relationship with yourself? And also I want to add that I, like, what was it a book that uh, I think the title was like, The Body Tells the Story? That basically like if you're feeling like a certain... Like if something happens in, like if you have bad digestion, then it actually means something. Sure. Oh yeah. That it means like you're super anxious, you're depressed, or like there's like an emotional tie to certain discomforts, if you will, in like literally certain areas. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a part of energy and spiritual stuff, you know, like in the people I've been to and more I'm reading and, and learning is you know, various parts, aches and pains in the body, you know, are attached to different, uh, emotions and, and spiritual things or things that are going on in your life. Most, most definitely. Um, so like the left side is feminine. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. And the right side is Correct. masculine. Yeah. My left side of my body. So tight. Yeah. So incredibly tight, mm-hmm. way more tight than my right. Because I'm like overcompensating with this like masculine energy and strength and totally unbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. Totally unbalanced. And that is, that is life, right? You know, like the sun comes up, the moon comes up, you know, Mm -hmm. that is life. Always a balance, constantly going, you know, without, exactly without light, there isn't dark, you know, that, that concept that is 
literally with everything. You know, right. if there's matter, well, the absence of matter is not matter. There has to be a balance. Otherwise, does nothing. it matter? <laughs> exactly. I mean, when you're going into metaphysics, that's a whole crazy realm in itself, which super fascinates me. And I think a lot, you know, a lot of those things are going to become more mainstream and, and, and knowledge out there for everybody, which excites yeah. me because I'm very scientific, you know? So that's another thing is, is on my journey. It's like, I have a very scientific mind. It's just the way I'm set up, you know, like in order for me to really wrap my head around something like I need empirical evidence. I mm. need to know other people did the due diligence of, you know, proving it wrong or proving it right. And then I need to experience it myself in various forms. And with the spiritual side and energetic side, it's like you, you really put yourself out there. But thankfully, also ingrained in me is like I believe something is true until it's proven not to be basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, can be a little dangerous in some ways, but it, it, it really does require you to do that in a lot of ways. And definitely on this journey, it requires you to do that. Otherwise, you can Absolutely. second guess a lot of things and it won't it won't allow you to put yourself out there. Right. So what is something that you do? I know we yeah. kind of got off topic, okay. but what is something that you do? For, yeah, you're uh, to have a healthy relationship. With you yourself. know what? And there's a lot of different things, and you know, a lot of people have. Well, I feel like there has to be a lot well, of, of course. different things. And and I'm different. Because life is complicated. I'm different. It doesn't make me an exception. It doesn't make me um, the way I do things any better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to put consistent practices in place, and I'm not. It's really challenging for me, and. And it's not that I've given up on, you know, okay, every morning I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to do breath work or every morning or every night I'm going to do this. All right. It's not saying I'm giving up on that. It's not saying that I shouldn't keep practicing it. It, I will continue to practice different things, but I would have to say the biggest thing that I do every day is a constant yes or no to myself and what I'm doing. Yes or no, is this good for you? Yes or no, does this benefit you? Yes or no, are you feeding, you know, the white wolf or the black wolf? That's, yeah, you know, the yeah. whole inner inner side of things. And that is something that more recently in four or five months, I've gotten a lot better at. And that that's doesn't awesome. mean that I never do anything I don't want to do because that's, you know, in a lot of ways, not productive or good for you either. It just means by the end of the day, I would like to have a positive as far as, yeah, I fed the good side more so than the negative. Um, Or, you know, if you're going to go real hard and put in a bunch of work, you know, well then make sure you do something also to balance that out and, yeah. and make yourself happy. So for me, it was really a lot of soul searching as far as what makes me happy. It was something that, you know, Justin asked me a lot towards the end of our relationship was what makes you happy? And I couldn't answer it. It blew my mind. I really didn't know what made me happy. That's powerful. Yeah, it's crazy. And it was something that I thought about a lot and honestly, almost every single day. And I'm like, how can I not answer that question? Yeah. And there are so many things tied to that, but it's something that I I made sure to explore. And now 
you know, I have all kinds of new hobbies or things I'm trying yeah. out and exploring and uh, all kinds of things make me happy. Definitely for me is I have to create in one way, shape or form. I have mm. to constantly create. The more I feed my creative side, which is the feminine, feminine side, side, you know, yeah. is when I feel more imbalanced um, and I need to move. I need to be active. Mm. I need to use my hands. I need to move, you know, walk, run, um, be physically active. That's something I know for sure. I, it makes me happy and I need um, and then at the same time, I do need some rest. You know, I do need some, yeah. hey, sit with myself, you know, go outside and wow, look at that tree or wow, it feels so nice. That is more drawing yourself into the moment that yeah. I, I do that more than ever at this point. And one thing that has really helped me with that is creating really awesome environments around me. So every where I live, even this office, I make very conscious efforts to making it super comfortable. Things that I like, things that make me happy, textures, colors, all of that stuff. You know, I make a, a point of, of surrounding myself with that and it always draws me into the moment. It draws me into a, a place of gratitude because I'm able to do that financially. Yeah. I'm able to do that in, in a freedom of choice sense. Yeah. And, and so those are a lot of things that, um, you know, I, I do daily in order to, to continue on my path and, and to do my own self work. And then of course, you know, several times a week, I still go to different professionals and, and mix it up, whether it's Reiki, whether it's doing something like Reiki. this or, yeah. you know, disc golf, you know, one thing yeah. for guys is, um, you know, we like to move. We like to do things, right? Like that's the and then the, talk. the masculine energy, exactly. <laughs> Ladies, yeah, you got to get us moving, right. and then there talk you to have us. it. That's exactly. We can't just sit down and talk. Right. Some of us can. Right. Some of us totally can. Right. I, I can. Right. I believe you I can, Chad. Yeah. But oh man, yes. If it's not a constant practice, like if you're not used to sitting down and doing literally what yep. we're doing, you got to get us moving. Exactly. So ladies go, that is a know, big have him tip. do the dishes or mow the lawn. Or, that I is a know, big something. tip. Yeah. While he's working on his car, maybe, yes. I don't know. Yeah. So do something that he likes to do, whether that's, yeah. you know, go golf <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is, get yeah. him doing that and then talk, you know? Right. 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 So you mentioned environment. Yeah. I love that. That really stood out to me. You mentioned how much, how intentional you are with trying to make this place a safe environment for your clients, right? I think that is also so important when it comes to allowing that person to be vulnerable, to be authentic, and for it to just flow naturally. And to add to that, to let the healing process, the repair process to flow naturally. So if my body, if my mind is at disease, dis-ease, then usually I'll have something going on in my body. Mm -hmm. But that's just like telling me or showing me that like, hey, you shouldn't have ate, you know, two pints of ice cream, mm -hmm. you know, or, Hey, you shouldn't have done this. Or, you know, I'm feeling lethargic or like all these different things when it comes to my energy, it could be sex drive. It could be, I'm in, you know, inflamed, I'm getting injured, whatever it could be. 
it usually nine times out of ten has to do with the environment that I'm creating for my physical, my spiritual, and my emotional. So what really stood out to me was, I think the first time I came in here when there was nobody here, I really noticed how intentional you are with like even even the uh, the the oil, the infused oil or whatnot yeah. that you got like pumping through yeah, the place. Yeah. It's like, dude, this place is rad. Yeah. Like it smells good, right. and therefore it feels yeah. good, and I feel safe. Yeah. I feel comfortable, and and also like I feel like I would I trust whoever is going to work on me, you know, just because of this sense of safety. So for me in the work that I do, I definitely try to focus so much more on that and creating rapport and focusing on the relationship first to develop that trust and that unity. So then when we get to do the hard shit, it's so much easier to actually get results because you have that connection through rapport and there's that trust and and just well-being and safety in that environment that you have created for your clients. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, no, I environment. Mean, you hit on a, yeah, <laughs> environment's huge. It, it's funny too because so many people come in here and they literally just recognize all the little yeah. things, and it's oh, like, I bet. yeah, that you should recognize those things. And what is that doing? And there's even a huge writing on the wall right here. It says, mm. "Live in the moment." Yeah, and so I wanted to draw everything here so they can feel safe. And they're like, "Here's my most vulnerable, Correct. ouchy area." Yes. Do what you will Correct. with it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Feel what? good. You know, feel right. people when they, they realize the amount of attention that goes into something, the amount of love, and it really is, yeah. they are more accepting to what is going to happen to them here, even if it is a painful experience, right? And that's going They're to, more accepting of the pain. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that goes with yourself, right? Yeah. Like the more that you, you know, put attention and love into yourself, you trust yourself. Like yeah. my experience, for example, even though my spiritual path has not been just roses and butterflies, you know that you're putting attention and love into you and therefore you're okay when things are hard. Even though it's hard and you don't love it, you're still accepting of it because you know that it's for the right reasons. And yeah. it shows here, you know, and how people go about um, their experiences here and, and what you do as, as well. And people yeah. are more willing to um, put themselves out there and, and grow in those experiences for themselves. Yeah. Did you always know that? Did you always know that you had to create that type of environment? I mean, I know personally, like, I had no idea what I was doing almost four years ago now when I, like, got sober. I didn't know that, like, I was so influenced by what I watched, who I hung out with, you know, and, like, garbage in, garbage out type stuff, right? So, yeah, like, because I had no idea that I had to create a safe environment for myself 
to feel all the feelings and be vulnerable, right? In order to help or guide or assist or love someone to be that themselves. Did you always know that or did... Subconsciously, subconsciously, subconsciously I, I think so, because I've always wanted and, and knew I needed to be in a comfortable place and environment. Uh, I don't necessarily know why, you know, but I think subconsciously I knew that. And so I knew when when starting this and I knew um, when going down, starting my journey like that, that is what I needed to do. And it's just kind of an all-in thing with me. It al- it always has been. It's yeah. you know one way or, or the highway kind of thing. And yeah. of course, for me, that is the environment around you. You know, like set yourself up for success. You know, and and making it is uh, is e- I don't want to, easy is not the right word, but giving yourself the right tools, giving yourself the right aim, whatever you want, goals, expectations, all of that. Yeah. That's setting yourself up for success. And environment's a huge factor. Gosh, man. Yeah. So what are... What's one thing that if you had to step away from it all right now, that you would like... What's the legacy that you would want repair to have and to hold, to give? Yeah. You know, the legacy to me is how we're going about things. You know, it's, if it was, there's so many easier ways. Yeah. Easier ways to make money. That's for sure. Um, you know, and I've obviously have questioned a lot of things like, man, this would be so much easier financially, business wise. If I did just get rid of these things and go this direction, Mm And, you know, it's tough because with a business, you do have to somewhat juggle that and balance that, you know, but don't not to have it affect the work that you are truly passionate about and believe in. And yeah. so the legacy, without a doubt, is, uh, you know, I really do believe that one day in the near future, not even too far off, we will see a big shift in the way that this you know, health and wellness is managed. I agree. You know, there will be a big divide as far as whether it'll be 50-50 for people to, you know, go this path and use their insurance and do basic Western medicine. And will the other half of society go this direction and know that that's actually health and wellness over here. And this is just getting by and appeasing the, you know, big pharma and corporate America and all that stuff. And it's not saying that Western medicine doesn't have its place. It most definitely does. Hence the reason we got both here. But I I really do think it will be the, that we're, we're hitting it head on. You, You know, we're okay with calling it out and what doesn't work and historically what is wrong with the system and really doing everything we possibly can to make that change. And there's a lot of work to be done. But I think once we get it down and into a a place um, not too far off from now, that it really will draw attention to it in the sense of, yeah, I think we need to do things a little bit different and and really focus more on the healing aspect. Like Western medicine, in a lot of ways, is not about healing. It's about 
staying alive longer on medications like surviving. and surviving, right? Yep. Versus thriving, which this model yep. is all about uh, not only healing the, the acute injury that you have, uh, repairing it, but it's really coming up with ways to thrive on all three of those pillars, mind, body, and spirit. And would, to me, it's awesome when somebody came in here for a sprained ankle or whatever, and I see them, you know, a year and a half, two years from now, and, and they've been here and I'm not necessarily their therapist or anything, but they, they, one day they grab me and be like, you know what? I came in here two years ago for this little thing. And, and now my life is totally different. My relationships yeah. are better. I, I have a self practice. I, I'm not on diabetic medication anymore. I'm all natural. I lost 50 pounds. I, I do this, I do that. And it's not just, I'm more physical. It's all aspects of their life. Right. To me, that is that is the goal. That is the legacy that this is a system that people truly feel vulnerable and accepting of it. And it, and it allows them to give themselves more love and it just affects a lot of people around them. Like that's and it. be empowered and as be empowered. an individual. Yeah. God. I love yeah. That. Yeah. I love that. It's not, it's not what you do. It's how you do yeah. it. Yeah. It's why for you sure. God. Yeah, and that can be on so many different levels, like health and wellness. Of course, it's a, a, a everybody has to deal with it. But I think you can do any business, any mm. anything you do. I think you can do it on that kind of level with intention, with self love, and the people 100%. around you. You yeah. know, that is something that I still have a ways to go in here because I'm still very much on on the current you know, path of personal work. But at some point it's like, I want it to everybody that comes in here as employees as well, you know, and I have had a lot of people come in here and, you know, move on to the next level of their careers and, and turn back around and say, wow, that, you know, changed me. It just how much passion and love and attention cool. to everything, which is awesome. But it's also, I want it to be systematically built in, you know, in various ways, shapes and forms for employees too, that they're able to get in here and, and change who they are as an individual and have certain practices in place because they work here, you know, like ultimately that is what we do. And that is what we're trying to do. I have to also now figure out how can I incorporate that into the system for my employees, you know? And there, so there's a lot of levels to it and it's a yeah. lot of ask for, for one individual, but that is, you know, that is what I shot to do, you know, and desire to do. It's incredible. It sounds like just planting seeds. Yeah. Planting Always. Seeds. Yeah. And it's up to the individual, whether it's landing on, you know, hard soil or without a doubt nutrients, Yes, nutrient soil. Yes. You know? Yeah. Do do you have anything else? That's that's about an hour, man. Yeah, no, I mean we, we hit on a lot it. of a lot of topics. Uh, yeah. Solid. No, that that's um, that's really it. I mean, I think we hit pretty much everything that I'd like to get across. And yeah, and, I agree. And driving it home as far as that, it is work. It is self love. It is attention. It is vulnerability that you have to be comfortable with you, and you have to have an environment, and that can be mm-hmm. a physical, that can be spiritual that can be people environment around you uh, in order to 
plant the seed and let it grow. Like all right. of that wrapped in is, I think we hit on a lot of that and it's okay to talk about it. It takes time. Yes. And, and everybody has a masculine and feminine side. It is right. okay. And it's okay. Yes. yes. And, <laughs> and very healthy. Yeah. And keep attracting people that are going to help you grow, you know? Yeah. And, and it's okay for some people to move on that are not going to help you grow. And your question, oh my gosh, like it, yes or no. What was your questions? Just to summarize again. What question? That you asked yourself. I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, the yes or no is just everything you do. Yes or no as far as is this feeding, you know, the good wolf or the bad wolf for you, oh, okay. right? Like everything you do. Is this good do. for my soul? Is this bad for Correct. my soul type yeah. thing? Is this going to okay. benefit me or is this not, you know? And if okay. it's not directly not going to benefit me, is it going to hinder me in any type yeah. of way if I keep going down this path, you know, I, I truly look at everything we do in life is just yes or no. So it's just like a computer ones and zeros. That's how those crazy things operate, right? We're not that much Coding. different. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, all day long, every day. Right. And it's whether it's on your higher self path in alignment with your subconscious and conscious, or are you drifting way out here because you kept going down a yes path that was not so great? Right. Eventually, I promise you, no matter what takes place, it will shove you back to where you are supposed to be. And the further yeah. you get out here, the more dramatic that shove will be. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Or you just numb yourself until you get so far out. And then who knows if you're able to make it back, which is obviously something that you don't want to deal with. That's, that's why I do what I do. And right. I love it. I love it. Because I've been that far yeah. back. And I was able to come. Right. I think everybody is. I think everybody can, you know. It's just you got to work it's at it. That environment. Yeah. Attraction, not promotion. Yep. Dude, Absolutely. Love, Appreciate you, man. Thank you, yes, bro. Of course. This is Thank rad. You. Loved it. All right, y'all. Jeff In talks. Oh.